What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 179. and the time is 50 minutes past 9 pm the reason why i'm so late today is uh because i've got a splitting headache right now so you might notice that i'm speaking slightly softer and you know overall the flow might not be uh like normal because of that reason and there were a few other issues so i'm i'm you know obviously working on making sure that the rest of the episodes are you know recorded and uploaded on schedule uh then you know i just i just uh thought that i i'd i'd, I'd mention that and uh yeah without any further ado let make sure that you're listening to this one at a speed you're comfortable at i prefer to x but uh you know as long as you're not falling asleep it's fine and let's get started all right so i'm starting off with the market snapshot this time and uh we're looking at nifty here it's above 9200 Now on the face of it it might appear that you know it's an easy 9200 support because the low was 9190 so really not too far from uh, you know the psychological level and the truth is you know the index was really fighting very very hard and it was only because of the very final last moment uh you know mini rally of sorts right after 320 pm or so that it was able to you know stay above 9200 otherwise it could have been uh much much worse in those 9100 levels for sure <coughs> so this is something that you know these uh these 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 end of the day figures can never really convey as i've always said so uh you know that's an important thing to consider i mean overall there was just some crazy fights during the day uh whether we talk about buyers versus sellers we whether we talk about just you know people exiting their positions or whether we talk about taking you know support at certain levels you know the buyer seller fight that typically happens between the bulls and the bears at certain levels like the 9200 le- that level that we were talking about right now so i think i'm speaking a little too softly so i'll try to i'll try to speak a little bit louder and i hope that helps but market wide today was not the best day we saw minus 1059 crore uh net value so net selling to the tune of around 1060 crore for the fis and around 995 crore net selling for the dis which is not really a very good sign two consecutive days sell off not 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 too conference inspiring broad market indices all of them are down this time large caps seem to be doing all right mid caps and small caps are not too far off but then they they seem to be slightly lagging behind in terms of performance vis-a-vis how they performed yesterday uh sectoral indices look all right again not extremely negative not positive at all so it's somewhere in the middle i would say in fact this time even vix is down it's at 43.61 down 0.93% so it's it it was a pretty average day i feel you know if you ask me because this sort of negative movement could have been much worse had the general sense of the market been uh, you know negative as was indicated yesterday but clearly that was not exactly the case and we are seeing a nifty etf seeing a volume spurt so you know possibly retail people or you know smaller people trying to get into uh, nifty positions that might just be it 
looking at a few large deals we can see Josh Style is here RBL Bank is here and uh, it's typically these same research capital companies and for some reason most of them are either LLPs or uh, private limited companies I would have imagined it was it would be almost all private limited companies uh, but then this is something curious you know uh, something different that we can see happening here and it's generally these same tower research capital that I typically see and uh, you know all of those companies which end up doing all of these things so it's pretty cool to see that short selling block deals nothing new so it's just that one uh, new thing about Justile and uh, RBL Bank which is there you know the bulk deal which is there otherwise nothing new happening Ruchi Soya as usual it's at 455 it's even crossed that mark now it's now it's just uh, it's going berserk at this point I feel that within this year we might just see it uh, transitioning from a small cap to a mid cap possibly so it's pretty wild how it's moving and uh, you know it's crazy how we've been sort of following its journey so far pretty much from the start uh, so that's that's one of the only you know well-known 52-week highs here. Otherwise, we've got Arthi Industries and Torrent Pharma, which are the other ones. 52-week lows, we're seeing Bank of Baroda, Shalit Hotels, DCB Bank, quite a few actually. 26 total 52-week lows for the day, and this is including stocks like Shopper, Stop, Voltas, and PVR. So a few well-known stocks on this list as well. I'm assuming a lot of people might have invested in these stocks, which is why I you know, end up speaking about some commonly uh, known stocks, whether they, they are making highs or lows. Uh, now, shifting gears into crude, we are seeing crude market doing exceptionally well today. WTI is up 14.27%. It's at 26.02 barrels uh, dollars per barrel. And Brent is at 30.34 dollars per barrel. So it's quite a quite a sharp steep increase and you know there's a lot of chatter going around about why the government and why you know the authorities not just the indian government but also the other governments are not really reducing the oil prices and the reason for that is because you can't just go ahead and reduce oil prices every time there's a dip because then it would mean that the oil prices for the end users are extremely volatile that's not really the sort of thing that goes on and this is not really considering the other you know massive massive uh you know processes and such which, which are actually there in oil pricing so i'm seeing a lot of people just going on and on about that saw saw something on instagram today saw something on twitter yesterday and saw something on a facebook group the day before so you know please please don't like stay <laughs> have that sort of thought that it's it's really not that easy and if you're wondering india Brent is more relevant for us because that is the OPEC benchmark. So India will typically buy from, you know, buy around the Brent rate. So if, you know, those those WTI rates, which had gone negative, really not applicable to us. So make sure that you are more informed than the average person. And uh, it's an important thing to consider. Of course, general knowledge is very important. Shifting gears now into USD INR, we are looking at it at 75.81, sort of continued yesterday's trajectory, almost like a serpent motion that we're seeing, you know, up, down, up, down, up, down, like a roller coaster of sorts. And we're seeing it facing some, some resistance as it nears those 75.90 to 76 levels. And 75.90 is actually an important resistance level, after which comes 75.94. So... If it does continue its upward trajectory, it might just face some resistance at those levels. 76, of course, important psych level. So let's see what happens. It's going to be an interesting few days for sure. 
I was trying to look at a few news-based uh, events just to see if there's anything we should be prepared for uh, before you know tomorrow opens. And uh, alcohol, just just insane sales happening. So uh, I, I was seeing UBL's stock, UB uh, United Breweries' stock, and it was up around 3.24% or so intraday. So I'm not sure exactly how it performed, but you know those stocks might, of course. Uh, do reasonably well and other you know news based factors corona situation is just worsening uh, this is because mumbai cases have gone above 10000 maharashtra cases above 15000 delhi cases above 5000 and the overall thing is just not looking that good and you know the situation is just worsening we are seeing jlr sales plunging uh 60% in april to 3722 units which is also an important piece of news because Tata Motors typically uh, moves very, very, um, uh, you know, in line with how the international sales results have been. Shifting gears now into, uh, you know, the global markets, we are seeing NASDAQ positive, FTSE positive, the, the other pretty much all European markets have closed positive. NASDAQ is also positive. SGX Nifty right now is at 9248, up 65 points. So that's also positive. Overall, global markets seem to be fairly positive. Let's see what happens overnight unless, you know, something major happens. We are possibly looking at at least a positive open for the markets tomorrow. And, you know, there's there's a very good chance that something like this might happen to the markets, you know, what happened today. So let's talk about that now. So today what had happened is that the markets opened with a gap up. We're seeing Nifty uh, opening, I think, around 100 to 150 points uh above the previous close so we saw that happening but then that was not really sustained because we could see that there was resistance at a 50 moving average and just a general sense of you know not really willing to go up at all so as a result we saw it erasing all of the gains that it had made uh nifty bank was slightly more bearish than nifty but then there really wasn't a lot between them if you ask me personally we could see nifty's movements being slightly more restrained uh but nothing too spectacular and uh, you know of course it ended up going down so if tomorrow is a gap up day we could possibly expect it around 9250 to 9300 if these current uh, you know global market trajectories are to continue and then if it does want to fall down we might just see it fill in and filling in that gap very quickly and uh, possibly resting around uh, you know any of the current levels to be honest there is resistance at 9265 and uh, similarly there is support at lower levels like 9164 and 9142 so typically these 50 levels so 9050 9150 9250 they are very important support levels because that is where a lot of turnarounds tend to happen is what i've observed so far so that's something you might want to uh, look at looking at the daily chart we can see that it it has breached the 13 moving average and uh, it does have supports 9140 as i said uh, but then the next proper fib level that we are looking at where there is you know some sort of a consolidation happening or more more a more you know um a more stronger support is going to be around 8980 so it's just below 9000 levels so let's see if that is uh, that is respected or not and looking at Bank Nifty, as I said, it was slightly more bearish than Nifty. Uh, the movements were slightly larger. In fact, I had a trade in Bank Nifty today. And we can see that it's resting right above 
the 50% retracement level. Now, something interesting about Bank Nifty, yesterday on the daily chart, it was below 23.6% FIB, the open, and it closed at, uh, you know, the next level, which is it's 38.2% FIB. So it opened just below 23.6 and it closed almost at 38.2, which is a pretty interesting thing to see. My father tweeted this yesterday. Atomation and Dani, you should probably consider following uh, him. And now it's resting at 50% FIB. So it's resting right above 19,000. And it opened just below the 13 moving average, taking resistance from that level. So let's see. It might just test 19,000 once again, uh, you know, if it's in that bearish mood. And then go up because there is news that the banks are not really the strongest right now. I think Moody's or Ikra or someone had said that or probably SNP. So not really the best uh, best day as far as you know sentiment goes for banks. So let's see what happens now. Let's move to my trades. All right. So yesterday's trade was being carried forward today. It was a 20,500 bank nifty call. And as you know, as the reading was, it opened with a gap up today. And unfortunately, it did fill in that gap. So I had to exit the call at a loss. But then the good thing is intraday, I was able to get into a few profitable trades, mainly a bank nifty future, which really, you know, pretty much helped me cut that loss down to zero. So effectively, it was more of a break even kind of day for me. And I did sort of shift from my Britannia position to an HUL position. And this is not really a future or, or you know, more of an intraday or a BTSD kind of thing. It's just because HUL seemed to be at a better level than Britannia because Britannia has been consistently hovering between 2980 and 3100. And that was really not a good range that I'm comfortable with because it is, it is just too restricted right now. Even if tomorrow it does end up doing very, very well, then that's fine also i am really more happy with hul because it's a stronger stock in my opinion so those were the only trades for the day and you know the number one thing that uh, is very important here and this is something that i've always struggled with which is my why my father helped me today is repairing trades you know the thing is when we make a loss we tend to you know lose some sort of confidence as a result it's very difficult to repair your trades because uh, you know you, you you hesitate a lot before taking a trade as as a result your move might just run out so today had i not just instantly entered into uh, the bank nifty future i would have not made the newer crazy return that i made on it and as a result i would have been on a net an extreme net loss on the call so it's very important that way and it's something i feel that just comes with time and experience and just you know that conviction once that develops so i'm sure that over time it will I'll obviously take conscious efforts for that to happen but then i think it's more of a process rather than a switch and that's something interesting important to consider and the lesson for the day the quote for the day which i had very conveniently forgotten yesterday is ideal position size around news-based events and around sentiment-based factors is nil and the reason is because it is it is very difficult and it is very necessary at the same time to manage and protect your capital the thing is you can't really afford to lose your capital because then you you just become hand, handicapped because you know if a trade does go in the negative you might not have enough capital to repair it if it if you know a good trade is available you might not have enough capital to get into it so in such cases 
it really becomes more of a you know kind of lower greed kind of play where you need to understand that you know sure a position or a trade might look you know very tempting but then if it's not really going to be uh, too in line with your risk management strategy considering you know your capital prevention and preservation thing then it might not be the best thing to get into and uh, the reason why i say this is because i've been seeing a lot of people on twitter uh, specifically who have been saying that they traded so and so earnings or they traded so and so you know events such as you know the budget day or something and the thing is you know those people you really don't know about them whether they traded and made a profit whether they traded and made a loss or whether you know how much you know knowledge that they have how much experience they have and how much capital that they're willing to lose you know some of these people they might be willing to part with 100000 whereas your capital your entire capital might be 100000 so of course you can't part ways with that so it's it's very important to not really compare your exact trades with them you can of course learn from them and you can sort of understand what they are doing during that expiry so once you're in that position you could try it out but then just don't take unnecessary risks because they are really not going to do so well for you so that's it for this episode I'm, you know obviously it's not the greatest one but i've managed and uh, it's important these days because it's so hot to stay hydrated i was sipping on my nice iced tea here i'm hoping you're also staying hydrated with that see you in the next one happy trading